Welcome back to Studio Stories. I'm your host, Christy Burrington, and today we're joined by Christine Hafston, Design Director at Cath Kitston. We're at the Cath Kitston headquarters. Today we're here discussing our most recent collaboration. And we are joined by the design director, Christine Hafston. Hello. Hi, thank you so much for inviting me in today. It's a pleasure to speak to you. So let's start with a bit of your background. Yes, so um, my background is, was well, long. <laughs> I started working in design probably, I started making my own clothes when I was young, like 12, 14, 15. I made clothes for myself, made clothes for my friends. Amazing. My grandma was a seamstress. So she was a custom-made Barbie clothes for me. So I think my original inspiration for going into design was to make things that I couldn't find that I wanted. Yeah, I'd maybe see something in a like high-end fashion magazine, and it wasn't on the high street like you can get today. Mm. And so I was to go and muck, make stuff myself on my sewing machine. And yeah, so that's how it started. Um, when I was going to high school, I went to a vocational high school because so I had quite a strong passion already then yeah. and I knew I didn't need a general education I really wanted to go into art and design um, so I did vocational high school I got a tailoring diploma there learned to pattern cut learned to sew learned to paint gouache illustrations all of that and then I went on to do a bachelor degree in fashion design in San Francisco wow yeah so was that a move overseas for you? It was, yeah. It was. Um, Norway is very small. We don't have a big art school system. Mm. So unless you want to go to sort of classic painting or what I call slightly funnily but felted wool route, <laughs> that is the Scandinavian design route or was back then. You know, you have to go abroad, and so they sponsor you and pay for part of your degree if you complete your degree. Oh, okay. So it was a great system, and so my school that I went to was part of their selection mm. of schools. So yeah, it was like an easy choice really. And yeah. what other brands have you been at previously? So what was your journey and your career? Um, so I started interning when I was in San Francisco. I was lucky to get um, four months at Alexander McQueen when he was very small. So it was Sarah Hurd was there now and it was Trina Ricard and Lee and me and a couple of other people. Incredible. Yeah, we were above a like, coffee shop in Hackney and you know, it was super inspiring and you just saw firsthand this kind of genius at work and yeah. you know, he came in and did all his own drawings and pattern cutting and everything. So that was a great um, starting experience. The f- a few f- summers after that I then went to intern with um, Fleet Bigwood. He did all the Devora prints for Donna Karen, for example, but I mean he had his own business in his own studio because mm. I worked with him for two months that summer and then I did St. Martin's and MA in textiles because I really fell in love with print throughout my women's wear degree and so when I started looking for a job after uni I was very much looking for a print design role and went to Paris and I sold all my designs that I'd done at university. <coughs> I so do, you know, you, when you sell your prints, you have to call companies up, you go into their studio, you're meeting everybody and you're selling yeah. your goods, right? Um, so amongst other things, I then uh, met the studio at Louis Vuitton. Wow. And they were lovely and we chatted and, you know, one thing led to another. And before I knew it, I had a freelance contract being a print designer for them and also researching lots of inspiration and kind of ideas, concepts, etc. Yeah, so interesting. 
So that was sort of my first job and I was there for five years. That was long. But yeah, it was just a wonderful time. Really, really inspiring. Every day was amazing. Creative. And now Kath Kingston. Yeah, so it's actually very similar. The price points obviously are very different, but Mm. that's one of the things I loved when I met Kath for my interview. It was like talking to the people in the Louis Vuitton studio. Her passion for detail, her passion for design, the company's point that, you know, the product should really be the best value and material you can get at a democratic price point. Mm So Kath was very passionate about everyone having access to good functional design that looked pretty as well. And that really struck a chord with me. And it was sort of going from working really hard on a print for a dress to look amazing for maybe someone very wealthy to wear it once to an event. So all your efforts goes into this thing that's probably hanging in a cupboard a lot of the time (laughs) amongst a lot of other things. Although it's probably very cherished and valued, it was a different value. and, And... I really wanted to start working on prints and product that probably was more accessible to people so that I could start to see it when I walked around the streets and I find it very rewarding to work on things that sort of brighten up people's day every day. Yeah. Yeah. And you said you worked alongside Kath Kitson herself. What was yeah. that experience like for you? Um, it was amazing. She's absolutely so lovely to work for. Um, we just really shared design philosophies and you know we found common ground and where we find inspiration and how we approach a design and what we want it then to look like mm-hmm. we're very aligned and but she really was super passionate very funny you know it was never a dull day you came to work and you were laughing your way through all the hard work there was always a lot to do but she really cracked some great jokes you know part of the wit of the brand really and came from her sense of humour, I feel. What a lovely atmosphere to work in. Yeah. You know, it, it, just because you have to work hard and have a lot to do, it doesn't mean you have to sort of be super serious and sit at yeah, your desk and hammer away all day. Yeah. You know, she loved going looking for inspiration. You find it everywhere. And just walking around with her, you know, looking at vintage and put it by a law. Or, yeah. It's always great. Always something to do. So run us through what your typical day is like working at Kath Kirsten. Right, so, um, yeah, never the same. <laughs> I think I said to one of my uh, friends a few months ago, and, and I really think about this a lot, I think it's only three days in my whole six and a half years here where I've actually looked at the clock to really? see what time it is. In terms so of, just flies oh, by. Oh, it's a bit quiet as well. You know, it, the days just fly by. You mm-hmm. come in, you might catch up with the team, like I might sit down with the team and say, where are we at, what do we need to plan? Then I might look at a few executions and ideas or, or one of their design boards. You know, look at, we have every day we have design time for different categories. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have um, kids wear home fashion and bags and accessories and then print. So there's five days in the week. So we do one category <laughs> per day. And so to just follow weekly progress. There's always operational board meetings or tasks to do with that. Or there's... Um, collaborations to work on, reviews, sign-offs, loads, (laughs) loads to do and I love that, I couldn't be in a job for, you know, it was very rhythmic every day, I love the variety, I thrive of it, I get lots of adrenaline from like buzzing around, you know, like just what are we we doing today, I think it's so wonderful to wake up and not really know what the next day is going to bring, it keeps everything fresh and exciting. So where are your biggest inspirations drawn from? 
Right. Um, it's really anywhere. I know that's like the bad answer. <laughs> Which is that I love this artist or this particular designer. But um, I think for me and I think for the team as well, we look around us a lot. You know, there is so much going on. If you just take the tube and you look at like the average handbag size, that the people are carrying whilst you're on the tube and you start to really get a sense of what people are looking for in a really good bag that delivers practical value. So there's things like that where you can get inspired for the functionality by looking around you on the street and looking mm. at people's behaviours, how do they access their Oyster card or their wallet and what's the best wallet layout for, you know, reward loyalty cards and bank cards and notes and all that. You can really play with details to make your product really deliver. But people don't realise that's what you're thinking when you're on the tube, you're just looking at everyone's bags. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, that one's like quite a nice size. And she looks really happy with her bag because she can put everything in it, but it's neat and small and safe and, you know, all those things. I think when it comes to print and colour, we look at fine art a lot. And we also look at, like, really old vintage. So historical documents with just beautiful shades of colours that were probably in you know, a vegetable dyed or hand mixed a long time ago and um, also sort of faded colours for example if you look at modern things you don't get the same atmosphere. Mm. Um, I think what's the most important thing for us here at CAST and this is one of the reasons I love working here is we don't chase the runway we don't chase trends in the way that a lot of other high street brands yeah. jump from one look to another we are aware of the trends and we lean into them or nod to them with the length of a dress, the shape of a sleeve or with a certain bag style or a material. But we're not like jumping from one thing to the next every season. We really yeah. have a distinct look. So when we look for inspiration, we can be much more open to find original inspiration. So it really is a true kind of you go out there and you find things that you truly are inspired by and then you put together a collection based on that rather than looking at what lots of other designers are doing. It's incredible. Yeah, so that's a real perk and a treat of working here. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me some of your biggest highlights from working here, like some real standout moments? Yes. Um, it's been so many. I was really um, thinking about this. So a highlight of my time here I probably have to say uh, the launch of the Disney collections have been a fantastic experience um, the first two in particular because it was a new for the brand yeah and um, you know going to the Disney offices meeting with them setting up the collaboration it was all very exciting and my dad collects vintage Disney's so for me oh, it was wow. like a real personal connection with yeah. getting to work with them and also I know Cass also had a passion for Mickey and she's got lots of Mickey artwork she's got a vintage Mickey watch and you know she was also very passionate about Disney so it felt like a real privilege to to sort of uh, work with our brand and their brand properties together mm. um, and I hadn't really thought I would get to do that in my career yeah so we got to go to Disney we got to look through their vintage original character art for for Mickey Mouse so for, interesting. it was Amazing, like for Winnie the Pooh, they had a book that was like 10 centimeters thick or something with all Winnie the Pooh character art, sketch oh, cool. art, and graphic art, and just to sit and like touch all those things and look at them and absorb them. You know, there's so much history there and so many memories from childhood, and and it was, yeah, I just felt very privileged to get to handle and work on that collaboration with the teams, yeah. So 
You guys are very much known for these incredible collaborations, such as Disney's we've just been speaking about. Yeah. Do you think that the Mercy Mammon Kath Kitston collaboration will go down a hit with the Kath Kitston fans? Absolutely. I think our fans love personalization and it, what's so beautiful about this product is really the nostalgia and the memory and sort of carrying something on you that instantly when you look at it evokes a happy thought or a positive thought. Mm. You know, it's very us, and I think it's, it's something we don't sell, so we haven't been able to offer this type of thing to our customers. I think it's perfect to do it with Messi Marmon, yeah. And what would you say is your favourite print out of the collection? Um, I mean, they're all super cute, and it depends on what you're wearing, yeah. really. Um, but I, like, I guess I like the uh, paper rose one, because it just reminds me of little dresses I had when I was a child yeah, and you really know, sweet. my mom used to make me little cotton dresses out of little floral prints and my grandma would do that and I, I just sort of I look at that and it takes me back to like happy times and summer is running outside yeah. and yeah it's really just nice. on that point um what memory does your favorite Kathkitston print spark within you mm. so there are so many prints that we've done but it's quite a hard question to answer. <laughs> um, we used to do about like a hundred prints for every six months. Oh my god! They're more variants of each other. Obviously, we have yeah. quite a strong signature. But um, if I think, probably one recent one that makes me really happy to look at is a Hearts and Stars print we had for Christmas. It was on a navy ground, and it was all these sort of explosions of hearts and bursting stars. And every time I look at it, I think about being outside at night, like going for long walks yeah. or, you know, at New Year's Eve when you're standing outside at 12 o'clock and it's like dark and sparkly. It's freezing cold. Yeah, and I just love that something that's quite like simple and graphic and not too illustrative in a way, mm. because it's up for personal interpretation. It can probably spark lots of different memories for different people, but it always makes me really happy to look at because I think about being with my friends and my family and, and yeah. Stuffing. looking at the night sky dreaming away <laughs> yeah and our last question we ask everybody who comes onto our podcast is what is the main mantra that you live your life by and why so I have a couple um Go I don't have it. like one mantra um too many things to do <laughs> I I love the saying do to others as you want others to do to you it's quite cat I think be kind be caring show love it doesn't cost anything to smile and be kind and i think if you know i'm probably one of the few people who love all these little quotes on instagram they can be quite cheesy but some of them really hit the nail on the head on behavior or approach of sort of how you can think about life yeah and i think we're also lucky to be here in the first place and Absolutely. why make it a sour experience you know yeah. so I, I really try and try and care about the people around me and my family friends be helpful be kind also when I come into work I might have had a tough morning I have two boys sometimes there's tantrums for an hour so you hardly get out the house without someone like you know kicking off and ruining your outfits and getting peanut butter in your hair or whatever it is but but at the same time I, I feel I owe it to the team to come in with a smile on my face and and a cheerful tone and set the day up in the right way and always be respectful of everybody so it's so contagious it is and i really think it's that thing you can be a radiator or a drain 
<laughs> and I, I prefer to be a radiator, I, I suppose. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I do have a couple of other ones that um, I think is good. So, but yeah, again, it's the same as the glass. The glass is always half full in my world, and that's a choice. You know, some days you really feel like it's going on empty, but you can sort of put that thought to the side and focus on the good stuff. And you have to constantly, it's like exercise, you know, yeah. you have to just get your mind to jump onto the right track sometimes and other days it just glides and it's all there naturally yeah. like today is a beautiful sunny frosty day and it's easy to just feel really cheerful about everything in life and and this friday and you know it always helps when the sun is shining it does thank you very much christine it's been a pleasure speaking to you and coming here today thank you for having me thank you The Kath Kitston and Mercy Mammon collection is available from the 17th of February and is available online and in selected stores. Mm-hmm.